Welcome back to Unemployed. It's another podcast episode, and I've got so much energy, I don't even know where to put it. And I think it's nervous energy. I think it's stress. I think it's, hey, guess what? We're recording this episode the night before the election. So when it comes out, you know, who knows where we'll be mentally, physically, politically. I really, you know, anything could happen at this point. Not to scare you, uh, but it's kind of fun, I think, to listen to episodes of podcasts that are recorded before big uh, like life events. So this will be a hot one. Um, Anyway, I am here with Ellen. Ellen, how are you today? I'm good. And you're looking lovely today with your, you have some makeup maybe, or maybe that's just... Maybe it's just natural. I know. I put it's not. It's not natural. It's all makeup. I did a shoot this morning. I did a little, a little shoot. You know, it's a that's a industry term for a job. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I, 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 I'm in the industry, so I understand these terms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was great. It was great to have uh, you know something to distract me and to work and make a little money. It was lovely, lovely. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You had work today too. I had work today. It's Monday. You know, it's it's the day after Sunday. You know that day, right? <laughs> yeah, you thought the election was Wednesday before Ellen's like, I what I forgot what day it was. I don't know. For some reason, November fourth was just stuck in my head as mm. like election day, but it's a um, Tuesday. I learned it's always this a Tuesday. I, yeah. yeah, I didn't realize either. And I too was like, it's the ninth, because that's what it was, or eighth le- like last time, uh, which didn't make sense. But anyway. We, we anyway. already voted. We already we did our duty, and now we wait. With you know, yeah. bite our nails off. I don't I know. I voted whatever. weeks ago. I'm, I'm in New York, so it's probably going to go to Biden here anyway. So mm-hmm. no surprise. I voted there Pennsylvania, usually. so I'm really you know on the edge of my seat to see if my vote made some shit happen. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So far, people are telling me no, <laughs> but, but we'll now, see. <laughs> now I'm thinking about this. It's we're doing basically a snapshot of you know, life before the election right now. And we are, we're going to be able to listen to this afterwards and be, and just reflect on how naive oh, yeah. or I don't know. I love listening to the episode that I recorded like the day before the lockdown where we're like, some of my shows are canceled next week. It's so oh weird. It's yes. like, am I going to, do I have to cancel like my May, April shows? Like, it's so funny to listen to those episodes because we fucking had absolutely no idea. So I, I know people who like canceled their podcast episodes like during that time when it was kind of hazy what the pandemic looked like. Mm-hmm. I think it's very entertaining to listen to how in denial we were, how, how naive we are. Yeah. Well, this year, I mean, it's definitely very different than four years ago. Um, my boyfriend yeah. just told me that he was downtown where he works and they're just like boarding up all of yeah. the windows of the stores. I saw that. They're boarding up everything again like because – it, I feel like no matter what happens, like, yeah, they're like getting people ready will for be a angry. hurricane. Yeah, it's true. New York City is all boarded up again. Any, all the cities are getting boarded up. It's scary. It's scary to like that we're at that place, like to prep like that, you know, but we've seen it so much in the last, you know, eight, 10 months that it's kind of like, oh, again, there's going to be more like violent. Like, it's just I hate that we say that like casually almost. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Well, you never know what's going to happen, so you might as well just, you know, stay safe. But yeah, stay safe, stay inside. I hope we get to record, you know, thank God this is a record from pod record podcast from home. Yeah, we're not recording this on the streets of New York. <laughs> no, uh, not what, yet. What was like, your election night like four years ago? Famous. My election night four years ago was absolutely famous. It You know, I I just wrote this weird tweet. I don't know what came over me. I got, like, nostalgic or something. But four years ago, I was working at my day job at the venture firm, the venture capital firm that I worked at for almost four and a half years. And for some reason or another, they walked in and – because I managed the downtown office and – no one had a permanent office there. So one of my bosses walked in with a witness with someone else who worked there. I, mm-hmm. I, I put witness in quotes because that's something that hap- that you need when you uh, fire someone. And they brought me to the conference room. They buttered me up. They said how amazing I am. I'm so talented. I'm thinking, hmm, would you you watch my YouTube videos? What, what? <laughs> they gave me all the nicest compliments. And then they said, so this is it. 
uh, it's been an amazing four and a half years, but unfortunately, we're gonna we're gonna let you go or lay you off. I don't know. Let go, I think I should say. And uh, I just sat there like like staring at them. This is also the day of the fucking election. This is the day people are going in, and we don't know that Trump's gonna become the president. And I just I can't believe it's the same day. That's insane. Same day. Why couldn't it have been the day before? The day after? Why that day? What was? But this is the best. I was planning the holiday party, which was happening in early December. So they were like, so because you're planning the holiday party, your last day is gonna be uh, like you know, that the day after the holiday party. I'm like, so you want me to come in here and work knowing I'm fired for the next month just because I planned this very expensive dinner for everyone? Yeah, that, that makes was, sense. I was sure. like, what? But then they handed me this thing called a severance package, uh, which I talk about a lot in my stand-up because, you know, it was a French term that means, like, we're going to pay you to not come here anymore. It was you know like what? a... That's actually not a bad deal. Like, you got a great severance package. Great and severance. then you also got to go to a party with, like, probably good food <laughs> that you organized. Great food, yeah. But it was like, what was stressful about it is, like, knowing... It was like this, you know, time bomb. Like, I knew it was ending and, and they... I was like, what am I going to do? I couldn't really look for jobs because I was getting this severance. It was like... It was a very awkward thing. So anyway, the day of the election, I find this information out and then they, like, leave and I'm, like, still there and I'm crying because I don't like change and it was four and a half years. That's a lot, you know? And change is scary to anyone and I just remember... Uh, Jared and I had been dating, I guess it was like a couple months at this point, like still new, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, we weren't living together. We weren't that serious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're serious, but you know, and I, I remember like that day I went to his apartment and, uh, we just had the election coverage on and I'm just crying and I'm thinking, oh my God, like my whole life's going to change. I'm not gonna be able to buy clothes or go out to dinner or pay my rent or like, do you like that? I went with clothes and food before rent. Yeah, Priorities. Priorities, you know. I, I, come on. Yes. It was almost winter. I need a cashmere sweater, you know. And uh, I cried all night. I don't remember. I remember watching some of it and I was still sobbing. Like I was just and, – and seeing him pace around and everyone was – it was a nerve-wracking day. And I fell asleep. I like – you know when you sob so much you like pass out? It was like one of those nights and where you're like not drunk but like well, why wouldn't you be drunk because you're that like just emotional. And I fell asleep sleep and I remember I woke up at like 3 a.m. <laughs> and I was like on Jared's bed. I was probably in my clothes. I hope he took care of the dog and I was like <laughs> I it was at his apartment and I was like what what happened? What happened with the election? And he was like he won. He won. And I was like uh, uh. And then I just like passed <laughs> passed out again. <laughs> like, I was like, this oh couldn't be. This yeah. can't be in one day. It felt like a um, nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of wild. Uh, anyway, I, it's like one of those days I'll never forget that day, you know, where you were when like 9-11 happened, like when Trump mm -hmm. became president. It and was that's a like, lot to go through with a new boyfriend, too. I know. I told him, leave me now. I This is not going to be good. You don't want to <laughs> see. Go I on without me, Jared. <laughs> I was like, we're good. We don't live together. This is a good situation. I was like, you don't want to be with me. I'm going to cry like this for the next however many years. And... Uh, uh, he stuck around. That's how you know he's a good, he's that, a good the best guy. Thing, best That's thing that came guy. out of that election is he didn't break up with me. What a good guy. Where were you? Where were you four years ago, Ellen? Um, well, I was working. Um, and then I think I just went home and watched the election coverage and just realized like he was winning and like was so sad. But then the next day, um, I went to the protest that happened in New York mm -hmm. and by Trump Tower, like up in. Yeah, it was like walking up to Trump Tower from yeah. downtown. And then after that, I got super sick. Oh, no. I think it was like a stress induced sickness because oh. I just like just I had like flu like symptoms, basically. Yeah, oh, my no. whole body just like fell apart after that day. <laughs> it's just like in shock, was, I guess. But yeah, was, that's bad. Like, because you can make yourself sick emotionally. People are gonna feel sick this week. Like, it's yeah, I'm fucking awful. bracing for that. Yeah. Everyone's saying online right now, take care of yourself. Even after the election, like everybody needs to take care of themselves. And I think 
over you should have learned what what makes you feel good like in the pandemic right whether it's like i don't know a bath or watching your favorite show on netflix or a certain food like you gotta like make sure you surround yourself with those things this week or else you're gonna get sick like yeah everyone take care of yourselves um watch something funny Take your mm-hmm. mind off politics for a while because... Right? I'm going to have to yeah. turn Twitter off for a little while. You know, like 10 minutes maybe. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. <laughs> we'll get through this though. I know we will. We've gone through it, everything before and we'll get through this. And look at the bright side. If I didn't get laid off that day, if I didn't have a severance package, if I didn't start the unemployed show, I would not be here today. And honestly, most of the jobs I've had in the last four years, I wouldn't have had if I didn't have that like, you know, that like rope pulled out from under me. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You know, the 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 surface pulled out from under me. What the fuck? The rug. The rug. The rug. The rope. Oh, God. I got to go to bed. Uh, the rug pulled out from under me. Yeah. If someone didn't like cut the cord <laughs> and yeah. say, go forth and try to be a comedian, try to be a host, do whatever the fuck you're doing, yeah. but, but don't come to this office anymore. I wouldn't be. So I am grateful to them for, you know, for a lot of reasons. I loved that job, but I also felt like that even though it was a very dramatic day and I will never know why they did it, it was like it was a really good time for me to like just figure out who I am, who I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes life just throws you in the deep end, you know, it's like uh, you're going to you need a rope. how to swim again. And then you need a <laughs> rope to get out because the, sh- the sharks are swimming after you and the rope <laughs> is there to pull you out. Wow. And maybe we should go into creative writing or something. I mean, we could be life coaches too. Ooh, we could. Oh my God. I am so excited for our guest today. She's one of my favorite people. We met a couple years ago and hit it off. I love her to death. You know her from, I don't know, a little thing called Broadway. Maybe you saw Beetlejuice on Broadway or the other 20 shows she's been in. Also, she's going to be on an upcoming Epics series. Oh, we've got Leslie Kritzer on the show. Woo! Everyone's going crazy. Yes, it is a party in here. Yeah. Hi, Les. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I literally have not, like hung out with you since I think that one time that we went to the Smith or whatever, or right. right. We go somewhere. It's been, forever. we went to the Smith and it was like, what was it? Like winter fallish winter. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And here we are now through the interwebs and it's yeah. just so good to see you. And you still look it's so, so good to see you. We were saying before your hair looks amazing. Oh my God. Thank you. I did it. I'm proud of it. You know, it's, it's, it's a, a good thing when you do your hair, or your makeup in quarantine, you're like, it's worth <laughs> I something. am winning. I'm glad someone's seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> you look amazing. You look amazing. Um, stop. You do. And I love your sweater. Thanks. I'm really, you know, I'm into it. And if Thanks. you guys want to see her sweater and see my beautiful hair, I mean, you can sign up for the Patreon. That's where this video exists, That's right, baby. Patreon. <laughs> Get on it. Yeah. How have you been? How has your, I haven't seen you since the old world. And like, you know, we've texted world. a couple times. I know. I don't know what to call I've it. Seen BC. Um. We follow each other's poodles uh, on Instagram. <laughs> I'm okay. I mean, it's 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 interesting. I've been doing like, I've been working, I've been busy. And then it's also like the rest of us, like what's going on? What's happening? Is it a bad dream? Am I alive? Like, is yes. this real? Is this real life? Like David, the dentist, um, David goes <laughs> to the dentist. <laughs> this real life? Like what is happening? Um, and then of course, you know, tomorrow's the election. So we are just in a yes. panic. This is the perfect time to record this, right? We're just all full of energy and emotion. Yeah, and- it's just like, oh, my God. So, I mean, it's just been crazy. It's been – how many months is it now? I, on my last my last day of work was March – like, show, Broadway work was March 10th. Mm-hmm. So, wow. I mean, we're – this. Yeah. And crazy. Broadway work, you mean Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. She was working on yeah. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. With uh, we just had Alex Brightman on a couple episodes ago. I he was him super so fun. Much. I do too. He's the best. He and is. he told me, you know, it was interesting because we had this conversation, which I'm sure you and I can get into, but like about finding out you were you found out about the show being canceled before pandemic, so you mm-hmm. kind of already had that like pre-closing yeah. hit. We knew we knew that we were closing in June. What June seventh. And that we were going to be probably moving on to another theater. You know, things were kind of looking up that way. Mm-hmm. So we knew it wasn't over. But to literally go to work on a Tuesday and then you have your day off. We had gone to this crazy, crazy schedule where our days off were now Wednesday. Shoot me in face. 
We were like, Wednesday. Yeah, we were doing crazy weekend sh- weird shows. It was really really hard. So our day offs were Wednesday. So it was like the second week that we had been in this new schedule. So it was a yeah. so we were at work on Tuesday. We did a show. It was an awesome show. Wednesday was our day off. I was doing a bunch of errands. Then all of a sudden this and at that point, you know, it was like hand sanitizer backstage. Okay, everybody. There was no six feet. There was no mask yet. I mean, right. it was like renegade time. Like it was just like, yeah, hand sanitizer. But right. Bye. People were saying, no, don't wear a mask. Only people who are sick wear a mask. You're right. Fine. You're fine. Otherwise. I mean, <laughs> by Friday it was over. I mean, it was like yeah. Wednesday and then we we're like no show Thursday. Friday is like no show. We had a poker game at our house, like where I live out in New Jersey. There's a bunch of Broadway people that live out here. We all take the train mm-hmm. together. I mean, literally half of Broadway. I remember your Instagrams. These looked like fun game nights. Oh, it was like so fun. Guys, yeah. We had a huge poker game at my house Friday night. We, I have a picture of that. What, eight months ago? <laughs> the entire Broadway community in New Jersey. No. Three of us had had it. We were, none of us got it. But we, you know, uh, we had a huge poker game because we were like, oh, okay. We all thought this was going to last for like two weeks. Right. We're like, oh, I know. snow day, like, you know, two weeks, we're done here. I know. All of us. And then it was like, oh. mm, we'll be fine by July. You know, the summer, the heat burns oh my God. off. Like, yeah. Any we'll sickness. be good by, yeah. And then my husband was like, <laughs> who's in the business too? He's like, I mean, it's not going to go until September. Like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, and now we're looking at winter of next year. Right possibly being back i know broadway community so it's uh it's crazy i mean it's crazy and like look i'm a pretty positive person i try to like there's a lot of silver linings i, I try because otherwise it's like what am i gonna do be negative about everything I, I you know i would just implode so there are a lot of good things that have come out of this mm-hmm. um not just you're helping everyone on the internet Yes. You're a very positive person. Yes, I, I try. She's doing these, can you tell, you're doing these live sessions though, right? I, well, I did one today. I did like, um, I know I got to notice you were live and then I clicked it and it said it's, a, it's done. And yeah. I was, like, it was oh, only, see her. yeah, it was an hour. I did a mental health, um, this woman, Dr. Drama, she's like a psychologist, but she does like these free live hour things where she brings performers on to talk about what it's like in mental health and industry and how to stay, whatever, which is great because most of the people that follow me are young people from the show. So I always get messages from them. Like, how do I cope with depression? Like, what do I, you know, Beetlejuice. I loved Beetlejuice because it made me feel like I belonged. Like, you know, I always felt Aww. invisible. So I love what she does. She has these series where people in the business talk about dealing with stuff and how you, and, and especially now. So it was very yeah. timely. Um, but yeah, I, I try, I've tried to stay positive. I have been very lucky that I have worked a bunch during this. I've done some yeah. television. I do voiceovers and uh, I've constantly. That's amazing. Because thank you. And you know, the TV and film are, are coming back, knock on wood. So, so it is starting work is out there. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, just not no theater or anything like that. I know theater is like the hardest hit. I feel like at least when you live in New York, theater is such a part of our culture yeah. and our community. And like, even like just going to see a show, like or it's anything, my favorite thing to do. Anything comedy, you know, all of the, yeah. the comedy shows, music, music venues, uh, anything. I mean, you can't. Yeah. There's nothing. So it's kind of like people are trying to adapt and figure out what's what's next. I mean, venues are going to be hit really hard. And then obviously mm-hmm. the list goes on and on. Restaurants, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I just I'm trying to hang in and, and um, you know, prepare myself for tomorrow, which is going to mm-hmm. be uh, interesting. Everyone's like, have a voting plan. I'm like, well, I, I voted already. So I, I okay. did that. You know, they're like, <laughs> have a plan for tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't know what that plan is. All I, I do have a plan. And my okay, plan what's your is, plan? Okay, it's just a food plan. I, that's that's how I plan these days. Right? I mean, of like course, my my meals are is my plan, and we're doing pizza because it's like if the night what what if the night sucks, we had pizza, and that's a, a plus, right? But I don't eat cheese, and Jared does, and so sometimes he'll eat a cheese, you know. But right. we're gonna each. He said we can each do a large pizza. <laughs> Mine can be like vegan cheese or no cheese, and he can do whatever the hell he wants. So that's my. So plan. you don't eat that's cheese the at only all. Plan. I eat parmesan, no lactose. You know, no lact, no lactose. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. I can do the parmesan, you know, no lactose. You know, I'll suffer through a slice of cake. You know, but pizza is like around. a thing. Like that's like we did. I did it earlier in the week. I I did it once. I was finished filming the TV show I was working on. I was like, I need pizza, but I didn't even get like a good pizza. I was like, I wanted it. You know when you want it when you want it, but 
the places when you want it, the place that you should get it is closed because it's like, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. 1030 at night mm-hmm. and we yep. live in the suburbs. So I just went full on Domino's and I feel disgusted by that, but it was pretty delicious. I did Domino's last week. I had a nightmare. Oh my God. Not a nightmare. I went, I did a show on the Upper West Side mm-hmm. in Central Park. Have you heard of Central oh, the, Park? Yeah. Doing, this, have I heard of it? Yes. Great comedy venue. And I did a comedy show in Central it was like we rented a car to get there because it's far from Williamsburg. And we like got there. Jared took an hour and a half to find parking. I finally I do my 10 minute set. You know, it went great. It was fun. It was in a park. I don't know. And then it was like we were like planning what we're going to eat. We're like, let's take advantage of this. We rented a car we're on the Upper West Side. Right. Let's get like Han Dynasty. Let's get good sushi. Let's yes. get something. And then uh, 1045. Everything's closed. <laughs> Everything's closed. New York is dead for that reason. And really, then, everything closes early. Early. Yeah, so you're and basically we living like, in the suburbs. <laughs> let's drive back to Brooklyn. And we drove back. One pizza place closed. We're like, fuck it. We're get-. And we, we picked up Domino's. Which I picked it up, too. So fancy. I picked it up, too. And they were so nice. I was like, this is <gasps> so... I was not expecting this experience. Have you ever done that before? Ellen, you ever pick up Domino's? I haven't had Domino's in like 10 years. Who picks up Domino's? Nobody. You and I literally picked up Domino's within the same time period. I know. And there's great takeout deals, too. I don't work for them, but I was like, oh, my God, look at what I can get for the takeout. Yeah, I'm loving the soda and the between you two. It's beautiful. Parmesan bread bites are my jam. Those are the best things I ever had in my life. I know. I, I, <laughs> I think about them often. <laughs> this is a special relationship. <laughs> this is. I love the- Domino's since college. I Oh, man. You know, you used to get uh, – we used to get, like, points. This is totally off subject. I can't. Points for, like, buying your books at the bookstore. Did you do – it was, like, of a course. system where you, like, of course. You give money to the school. You get, like, BU points, they called them. And I learned one day my BU points worked at Domino's. <laughs> So I just didn't buy books one semester. And I was like, yo, I have $1,100 to blow on Domino's. And I went to my friend's fraternity and they were like, you're awesome. And I was like, I know. I know. You you feel like so good. You're like, I know. (laughs) I'm like, let's just keep it under like $200. You know what you can get for $200 at Domino's? Like a fucking army worth of pizza. Yeah. It's like you're at a bar mitzvah. You just like fed an entire bar mitzvah. Yes. Of a eternity sorority. <sighs> anyway, anyway. Wow. Maybe I should just do that tomorrow night. Look at the joy it brought me. <laughs> I mean, it was so easy, though. It was so easy. It was, you know why? Because it's unexpected. You're like, this should be a shitty experience. And it was actually so easy. It was on time. If It was delicious. I mean, I was not. And I'm picky about pizza. I was like, I'm like, you know, bougie about pizza. And I loved this. I was like, this is delicious. It's new. <laughs> How do you feel about Papa John's? Okay, eh. not to hijack this podcast. No, no, yeah, no. I mean, it's it's a good question. It's a good question. Um, <laughs> it's a little fluffier on the crust. It's a fluffier mm-hmm. crust, and also I feel like they don't give a shit if their pe- if sometimes if the cheese melts or not. Like sometimes mm-hmm. the whole thing will just come off. Where I felt with Domino's, they like they cared. Yeah, I'll give it to Papa John's for that pepper. I'm a fan of that banana. Oh, pepper. the banana pepper. It's a nice little you touch. Know? But the I think sticks with are great. You. If I had to choose, I would go for Domino's over Papa okay. John's. I'm really glad we've convinced you. I hope you'll also vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> I also Already hope you're a Democrat. <laughs> okay, back to the world of working. Okay, so you, Beetlejuice, so Broadway closed, you're playing poker, and you're out of work at this point. And Yes, I'm out of work as of Friday, mm-hmm. March, uh, whatever that was, 15th okay. at that point. Do, yeah. Well, one, two, three, four, whatever that is. Um, not a math person. Um, so, yeah. So I. And was your husband also working in theater at the time? No, like- he was just sort of chilling out like he was in between jobs. So mm-hmm. we were um, we were at an and and we were planning um, a trip to Spain. We were going to Barcelona uh, at my like our vacation in April. Wow. So that was yeah. in the process of being planned. <laughs> Um, Did you have anything booked? No, we didn't because at the time we were going to be recording Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice was going to be uh, like Hamilton got their like special. Oh, they, cool. They, they, they just had solidified the dates for us to record the show oh my for God. HBO or Netflix or whatever. So we were trying to yeah. work our vacation around that. And oh. 
I hope that happens, though. I, that should. I hope it happens, too. Because I, I liked Hamilton more on video. I saw it twice, and maybe it was just too hyped up for me, and I didn't know the right. music. But I loved it on yeah, video. Yeah, it, it was really great on video. I saw it I saw it in person as, as well, and I really enjoyed it. It was it was different, but I I enjoyed it. I felt like I could understood, uh, understand it more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I think my father felt that way as well. He was like, <laughs> I, I felt like I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know. I, I couldn't hear the lyrics. They were very fast. That's like most parents. My dad left and said, best thing I've ever seen in my life. I liked every moment of it. And we were all like, what? Meanwhile, it's like they're rapping. Yeah. Um, so wait, so what? So, so so you were both unemployed trying to figure it out. And it trying to plan a trip like, to Spain. Trying to like. <laughs> and meanwhile, as soon as this hit, I was recording a bunch of voiceovers for uh, CarMax. I do a lot of voiceover for nice. CarMax. So I'm still trying – they're, like, trying to do this renegade style. This is before there were any regulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to, like – and, I, and I, I, I didn't have any equipment at home because no one really had – unless you're doing a podcast or stuff at home. I didn't have I didn't much. have, like, a real microphone and a focus right, like, a whole thing, you know, or I have, like, a little room that I sort of outfitted, like, an attic space. But I didn't have – I didn't have anything. So I was going to friends of mine that have actual studios here that are engineers recording these spots that we were in the middle of recording that week <laughs> so that they could have them. Yeah. And so I got a bunch done before, which was, which is great, but still like going into a booth and putting on a mask and like in someone's basement, like you're like, oh my God, this is, this is yeah. nuts. But then, you know, as the week, and we were all lived through it as the weeks went by, just one thing right. after another and then lockdown, then no toilet paper. It's like, right. wow. Wow. <laughs> that feels like ages ago. I feel like we have, even though it's been rough, we have adapted in so many ways. Like, yeah, I mean, this is normal today, now. I We're like, like, okay, we have a mask. I'm like, oh, we got one in the car. We got seven. Okay. It's like, like mm. that's, it's no big deal now, right? It's I like, know. it'll, I think it'll feel weird when we don't have to wear it. I mean, God, I hope we get to that day sooner than later, but it's so second nature now. I know. Although I gotta say, I don't think I'll ever fly again without a mask on. I probably won't either. And you know what? It, like, it doesn't bother us, right? No, no big deal. Yeah, my mom's a dentist. She was like, "Are you kidding me? I've been wearing a mask. I don't even notice it anymore. You know, I've been wearing it every day for the past forty years." We're like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, Doctor Durst, got it." Uh, she wears it in the car when she drives alone because she's like, "I don't even remember." I'm like, "You're just ahead above all of us." <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh my crazy. god, that is so funny. I love. Meanwhile, her. yeah. Thank you. I love her too. Uh, her hygienist got COVID. I probably shouldn't say that. We should probably cut that out. But <laughs> she was like, she was like, I can't go to work Hip-hop. today. My hygienist got COVID. We're like, what? Um, all right. I want to take it back for a second before take you were back. the Broadway star that I know. Oh uh, I want to know, like, what was your first job? Did you always want to do theater? What did you start doing? You know, like, did you always know this was like going to happen? And I mean, you- it's like. I I graduated I, I look back at high school and I go how the hell at 17 barely graduating from high school because I was just like my last year of high school I was like my parents are getting divorced I'm depressed I'm giving up but oh I want to go to school for musical theater by the way I'm really talented okay like that was basically <laughs> I, I graduated with the skin of my teeth or whatever is that it skin of your teeth yeah and um and I wound up getting into school, a school that I really wanted to go to and studying this. And it was like, yeah, I was like, no, I'm doing this with my life. Like all of a sudden it was razor focus. I was mm-hmm. like. Because it was a conservatory, right? Yeah, it's it was, like- I went to Cincinnati Conservatory of Music and I, I went for a BFA in musical theater, but I didn't need like Tony Robbins or any of that shit. I was just like, I'm doing this. I'm setting my mind and I'm going. And that was it. Yeah. And I did. And I did it. It was crazy. Like it went, I just made my mind up. I was like, well, and you know, most of my friends are going to Cornell. They're going to like, you know, mm-hmm. Brown, whatever. Not yeah. me, 900 on my SATs. <laughs> um, so, so, um, my best friend cheated off of me on the SAT. We sat next to each other on the SATs and she's looking at me. I'm like, we don't have the same test. What are you doing? Yeah. Like and why? She, it was a- like, I just, yeah. And she's staring and then she went to Brown and <laughs> I, did she have a real job? Like like yes. a <laughs> yes. chemical engineer shit or something. Yeah, she's like yeah, she's like a psychiatrist, psychologist now. You know, she has her. a she has good insurance. She has yeah, I was because she has benefits. Yeah, 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 real um, good benefits. Right. Um, so I'm still doing that comedy thing. You know, 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, but Whatever. you're interesting. Um, and talented. Okay, so... So, yeah, so I always knew that this is kind of what I wanted to do. But, like, when I got out of school, mm-hmm. um, I sort of hit the ground running, but I had 8 million different jobs. Like, I've, of course, yeah. I started getting theater jobs, regional theater, off-Broadway. Like, right out of school? Right out of school. I got some, Damn. some good jobs right out of school. I yeah. got an agent right out of school. Now I look back, I go, God, it's just timing and luck and like literally right place, right time. Like, oh, okay, I got an agent. Oh, they happen mm-hmm. to be doing that production of Funny Girl. Oh, I happen to be 23 years old and I happen to be perfect at the right time. And I got an appointment. That's good. Yeah, and I got it. You know what I mean? But- I wanted to do theater and I gra- I was a TV major. When I moved here right after school, the people who were booking were like all these people from conservatories who knew the world and knew the agents and knew that. I was just like, I was like a fish out of water at those EPAs. I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? It's a, it's a very different, it's a very specific world. And yet Mm -hmm. if you come in the world and you start doing it, then you're in the world. It's like, all it takes is for you to like get something and then you're in it. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's not brain surgery because we all do the same thing. Basically like, you know what I mean? If you're funny and you're an actor or whatever, we could do the same things. It's just about the timing and the, the whole, the cruise and the politics and, and all of that stuff. So right time, right place. I got a great, you know, that, that was a big job out of school. I did funny girl. Uh, I did. That's huge. I love funny girl is one of my favorites. And I I did it at paper mill playhouse in New Jersey and it was supposed to move to Broadway. And like, I'm only giving this an example because it was literally the beginning of my career. And then it was supposed to move to Broadway and everyone and their mother saw it and New York times, la la la. And then nine 11 happened. And then, (gasps) Then literally like three months later, it was like, and blackout. Anyway, so that was just an example, but I've done a, I mean, I, I, I did a bunch of different. I know. I want to hear about some of your weird survival jobs, like in between shows and stuff. All right. So I. Did you work in restaurants? I did. I was, I, I, I never was like a high end waitress. Like, like I never knew what a black and blue steak was. I remember taking that test and they were like, what's a black and blue? Like they, you have tests. And I was like, this mm-hmm. is no, I'm obviously not. Good. I worked at places like Dukes. Okay. Okay. I know Dukes. Right. Oh my God. Uh, I, wor- I worked at the high end steakhouse and my alcoholic manager used to leave <laughs> at like six o'clock and go to Dukes, Dukes and like take shots and then like show back up at like seven o'clock hammered. And we were like, where have you been? He's like, uh, paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> But we'd go to Dukes. I knew Dukes very well. Yeah. It was like hung out at grammar. Dukes, worked at Dukes. It was disgusting. <laughs> that place was disgusting. <laughs> oh, um, and then I, I'm trying to think. I was a hostess at a couple of places. But wait, I had another. Oh, I was I was like technically a barista at a very fancy restaurant on Central Park South, which no longer exists. Wow. Sarah Beth's is there now, if Sarah Beth's oh, is yeah, still there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I served Yoko Ono tea once and um, that was interesting. And yeah, we, we, we were discussing back then. We'd be like, as we were like right out of college and, you know, derelicts and we were like very expensive food and gorgeous. Like they had a pastry chef, that kind of shit. And they'd send back like people would like take two bites and they'd send their <laughs> dessert no. back and we'd eat them. Oh, we would eat them. No. We would take back. They had like, like, like a monkey made out of like a crystalline honey, whatever. We'd eat that shit, the banana foss, oh, or whatever. We're, oh. we're like, listen, we're actors. We're hungry. We're doing this. Remember um, five minutes ago, and we're like, I'm never flying without a mask ever yeah, again. You're like fucking eating someone's leftover dessert. Yeah, I could have gotten AIDS. Like, who knows? Um, <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So I had that. I gave out flyers to shows in times. Oh, yeah. We've had I was many one of flyers. Those people. One of those people. We, not the girls that dressed up like the show. That wasn't around okay. yet. That's like a past mm. six, seven years thing. I was just at TKTS, the booths, and I was giving out flyers. Like I worked yep. for one lady who was in charge of four different shows. So I'd walk up and down the line and I'd sit tell people what they should see or whatever. And I give out flyers. Um, You're probably good at that in terms of telling them what they should see. Like, yeah. And, you knew and I was like young, I didn't care. And, and, but mostly I tempt. So in school. Oh, we love temping. Oh, honey. I was a good at, I was good at the <laughs> typing. Like, honey, I could do a word processing. I worked at Maybelline. I worked Everyone at turns into a sassy queen when they talk about temp. It's true. <laughs> I can get me a temp. 
<laughs> you have to see the thing I posted today with John Gabrus, who oh was on our episode. He's like, honey, did I temp? And we're like, what? Honey, I tamped. I tamped. I tamped. I worked for uh, an investment banker. I was trading stocks illegally without my Series 7 from this investment <laughs> banker. Oh, my God. Oh, you were like working. I was you on the phone with like, like making coffee. Lehman Brothers, ING. <laughs> yeah, buy me this, buy me that. My boss like would tell me what to do. Illegal. This is fully illegal. Did that. But I got paid under the table and I did what I wanted and I can audition. I was like, I'm going out to audition, whatever. It's back in the day. They didn't so care. Like, rollerblade to work. Okay. No one ro- rollerblading now is like cool and vintage. Okay. Back yeah. then it was real. Like that's. You rollerbladed I rate, to work. I rollerbladed from 45th and 10th from my. <laughs> Apartment in disgusting at the time Hell's Kitchen above a tire place mm-hmm. to 59th and Lex. That's uh, where I worked. Yeah, right. Uh, is it? Wait, wait, wait. Is it 59th or 57th? No, 59th. Right up. You know where Zara is? That building right above Zara. I was across the street from that for four years. That was my day job. And that was my day job right across the street. Oh, my God. And I go to that Zara on my lunch break, and I go to the puppy store, and I yep, go to the puppy store. And what? And there was a Nine West, and that, what, the diesel store is still there? Like, does anyone shop? At, is that still there? Great H&M on the corner. It's crazy. So, yeah. So, um, <laughs> a lot of tears in that building. But, um. But they let you leave and go out. They audition. let me That's, leave and then go out. You don't have to lie and say, like doctor's appointment not to that one I probably did lie to others like Maybelline I got free makeup like they brought me into the makeup room and I was like wow this is fun I worked at a law office um couple how long were these they're short stints I don't couldn't even tell you how I got these jobs like I don't remember did I go through a temp agency I remember taking a a test once like how fast (laughs) I could type but I don't remember. Oh, and it worked for a gaming company that was like made video games or marketed yeah. video games. And then I would do that during the day. And I was doing an off-Broadway show called Godspell at the time in 2000. Heard of it. Love it. And I did that. I, that was my night job. And the working at this game company was my day job. I worked at Radio City as a temp. Oh, wow. Doing what? Um, I worked for one of the guys in the office, Madison Square Garden office, like their theatrical productions office mm-hmm. as an assistant. And did they know you were a performer? They did. They did. So mm-hmm. they were cool. And it was it was it was a good crowd. But you don't want to work during the Christmas shows there <laughs> when you don't know the deal because you're not supposed to take the elevators at certain times. But no one fucking tells you that. So like all of a sudden you're like, boom, boom, you take the elevator and it opens and there's like a bunch of literal rockets in reindeer outfits <laughs> pissed off because you're not supposed to use the elevator at certain times. Like no one tells oh you. Oh my God. Oh my God. And you're like this young temp just like, I'm just here to answer calls. Yeah. Like, like uh, doors open, like little people in rabbit costumes. You're like, okay. But on my lunch break, I'd like walk downstairs and go to like where the camel was like. You can like go and like see shit. I was like, this is nuts. Meanwhile, the classic temp outfit back in the early 2000s was black pants and some sort of button down shirt from Express. Okay. Just very simple. Okay. Solid. Simple but stylish. Stylish and maybe a platform shoe that was a slip on. Oh, cool. Yeah, like a good Steve Madden chunk. A good Steve Madden chunk. Sometimes maybe like a Mary James situation, but. (laughs) <laughs> yep. I love it. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah. So you could easily transition into like being a waiter if you needed. <laughs> totally being into a waiter. Yep. <laughs> and they were always stretchy, the pants. So if I wanted to like, you know, I don't know. I always overate. I was like, uh, free snacks. <laughs> Anything free. That was the best part of temping is going in the kitchen and being like, wow, this place stocks up. Yeah, it's like hot chocolate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Disgusting hot chocolate. I got in trouble at my last temp job because I Instagram. I didn't even know they followed me. I Instagram storied in my hand a kombucha flavor that my friend liked, and I tagged him. You couldn't see anything but the desk, like a piece of wood and the kombucha. And they told the temp agency that I've been Instagramming around the office and it's private property, and I am like displaying the office on my social media. I was like, huh. And then I was like, who the fuck follows me from here? Like, why are you so interested? Am I doing my job? Who cares? I'm, yeah. No one, ca- no one cares. Mm-mm. Ew. Anyway, uh, I never went back there. <laughs> um, Bye. All right. Yeah. So I want to know now, I want to know, you're temping, you're doing all these random gigs, but you're also doing theater consistently. I want yes. to know, 
when did you book like your first Broadway show and you were like, fuck yeah, I'm going to be way. Um, I've never said that in my life. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> Elections tomorrow. No, anything is, anything goes now. Anything you know, goes. All I Any had slogans. Is Dunkin' Donut holes in a bag of those Brookside berry, chocolate berry. Brookside. <laughs> well, you're about to have some like ceiling, <laughs> on the ceiling biscuits in about... <laughs> 25 and then maybe some dominoes after that maybe you know yeah. oh, god you're so cute ellen who knows sweatshirt <laughs> is that an I need it. i know and i still i need to order one are you mm, doing okay. them are you doing them anymore yeah yeah i'm gonna do them <laughs> i gotta do them before it First snows of all, this is what this is literally what you said you're like mm-hmm, yeah <laughs> i love i love making them and selling them it's just the process of doing it is really hard in my small apartment well, because you have to do it with the rubber bands and do you have to do the rubber bands and the ice? Oh, like, yeah. What do you do? The whole thing? No, I do it outside. Uh, yeah, I do it outside. It's a I do it with baking sheets. Yeah, it's the a whole thing. thing. And it's bleach, oh. too. So you have to be careful, like, not to get that anywhere else. I know. I've ruined a lot of countertops. Jared's like, please find a new hobby. But he likes that people are wearing them. You know, it's exciting. So, it's very anyway. attractive, by the way, if anyone's listening or watching on the Patreon. <laughs> Lots of people say that on Jared's, the pod. They're Jared, like, we love Jared. But you guys are attractive together. Um, wow, thanks, and Liz. The, and the pups. Back um, to you. Back, to, back to Broadway. Back to, to Broadway. So I think I got, again, Oliver, I think I got my first Broadway show I replaced uh, my friend Shoshana in the ensemble of Hairspray. So basically, I was on a tour of a show called You're in Town. It was a national tour. Mm-hmm. And it was my I first. I You're in Town. I did it in college. Oh, my God. Year. Were you little Sally? I was Hope Cladwell. <gasps> oh, my God. You were the ingenue. Who knew? First, first ingenue she ever booked, too. What? <laughs> were you, yeah, I was oh. always, like, the small, like, slutty friend, you know? Like, that's who I always was. But Little Sally is perfect for you as well. Wow. Um, that's – I'm impressed. Wait, who were you? I was Little Becky. Ah. But I understudied Little Sally also. Never went on. But – um. So I was on I was on tour with that, and I got an audition to replace in Hairspray, and I was like, okay. Uh, and then I flew back in, I auditioned, and then I I found out I got it, so I left tour early. And, and like, what a fun first show! It's one of my all time favorite shows I ever saw. I saw it twice with Harvey Firestein. He's the best. He was so fun. It, it was it was, but it honestly it was one of the hardest I've ever done because I had to understudy three different people. Whoa! Um, Tracy Turnblad and the two moms. And and do my part. I was just in the ensemble. You understudied her and the two moms. Yeah. So I understudied Penny Pingleton's mom, and who who also does like the uh, the gym yeah, authority teacher. Right. It's, She's like all the parts. Yeah. Right. And then I understood the the bitchy mom. I'm forgetting her name. Velma mm-hmm. Vontessa's mother. Yeah. And but those are all such different parts. She's so versatile. Listen, you do what you got to do. You fake it till you make it, as we know. <laughs> And and then I was Tracy. I, I understood Tracy. And I went on a number of times for Tracy. And I went on <clears throat> as Penny's mom a few times. Never went on as Velma. Um, That's so cool. But I did. And it, it was just a lot of work, though, because you're constantly in rehearsal. If you're basically an understudy of more than one part, you're in rehearsal all the time. But it was great. I mean, I was young. We had a blast. And that was like, that was amazing. I got to work with Michael McKeon and like and Harvey. And amazing cast, amazing people. So that was really cool. And, and But it wasn't like straight out of school. Like it took me a number of years to kind of get there. And then when you're there, you're like, oh, and I, you're like, oh, this is really hard. <laughs> this is not glamorous at all. This is exactly the same thing as regional theater. I just get paid more. And uh, I'm in New York and I'm on Broadway. So I have the prestige of saying that. But it's, it's you know, as you know, as an actress, it's a lot of work. Eight shows a week yeah. is a lot. So, but it was awesome. And it was my first and I'll never forget it. Like mm-hmm. the first one. It's oh, yeah. pretty special. And yeah. then was it like, did you have any lulls between, cause you did, yes. you did what? Legally Blonde. Did Legally Blonde. I did, uh, well, after that, I, something I did, rotten. Can you tell rotten? I read, I read your resume. Something rotten. <laughs> I did that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had lulls in the sense that I had a lot of disappointments, a lot of no's. Mm-hmm. And then I had a bunch of yeses. Again, it's like so timing and like, okay, like luck is. That's why you're good for this pandemic. Like being in the field that we're in, like there, it's a fucking up and down roller coaster. But that's what I was just saying to someone. It's like people who are performers, we're used to scarcity. We're used Mm -hmm. to, I mean, 
I've worked a lot, but I'm used to not working and working and not working, working, opening, closing, mm-hmm. opening, closing. So this is nothing. This is not new to me. Uh, the other shit is new. Um, yeah, but of course, <laughs> but I think it's that, that idea is like, especially after nine 11, I didn't work for six months. So, because everything Ugh. closed. So, um, yeah, the, yeah. the, the ups and, and, and it's change, it changes as you get older, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, I'm not, uh, 30 anymore, or even 35 and 43. So it's changing now. My type's changing. So things like it, now it's a different adjustment. I'm going to a new phase pandemic or mm-hmm. not just with my age and whatever type, whatever that means. Well, whatever you're doing, your last role was like one of the funniest, best roles I've oh, ever seen. Thanks. It really was like of any show. I, I like you were so perfect for it. in it Beetlejuice. So if you guys, it was go watch any clips or listen to the soundtrack. Right. I, I don't want to say go watch the bootlegs cause that's rude, but you know, right. but you know, we're in a pandemic who cares. Right. Um, find her, if, find her somewhere listen, on the internet. If, if I'm not on Broadway right now, if the show is not up, like go watch it on YouTube, <laughs> knock yourself out. Like, honestly, <laughs> enjoy anything that brings anyone joy right now. Who gives a shit? Like, Go watch. So, someone download. sent me an Instagram that you're supposed to that I that I followed. You probably know of it. I don't. It's like rare, rare musical moments. Have you oh, heard of this I don't Instagram? know it. Oh, it's funny. It's like all these random moments of shows, like riffs from like Wicked and like weird little like. But they're oh, you all send in it, Instagram. You gotta send it to me. I will. <laughs> My friend sent it, and she she sent me this random clip. I'm like, what is this Instagram? She's like, follow it. Anyway, oh my god. Anyway, um, so, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, things are changing for the better for you. I uh, once Broadway is back and life is back to normal. Like that show, you blew me away. It was oh, I was like thanks. so excited to be like, I know her. I, I know. know her. And it's so weird. I'm like, oh, you know, it's just it's it's so you know because like you know it just becomes a job. And then, but when I fangirl over people like not, that, I don't even know. Like you and I are friends. Like we know each other. Mm-hmm. Um. And I go, oh, my God. I'm, and to them, it's just a job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's, it's like a, a job. But when I'm like seeing someone in a show and I'm like, oh, my God, they're so amazing. Then I remember I go, oh, that's OK. Yes, I see. Yeah, I see the magic. I see the magic that happens here now. So and we miss. Yeah. And you're that for so many people who yeah. lose their shit when Especially they see the you. Kids, and they're like, the kids, they love they miss the, the kids. Show. The kids miss the show so much. They write me. I'm sure Jared liked the show more than he likes the movie. He thought Beetlejuice the show was better than the movie. I agree. It was so entertaining. It was so it's fun. Really fun. Um, I wanted to ask you one more question. We have a caller yes. though coming in. Oh my god, I'm really excited. I want the he, caller. I, he's unemployed. We're gonna chat with him for a few minutes. But before it. we get to him, I wanted to know um, uh, if there was like. Okay, I, I asked this question. This is an annoying question to any actor, but I, I asked it to Alex Brightman, and I wanted to ask you because I thought it was so. His answer was very specific and very fun. Uh, let's say uh, when Broadway comes back, and they're like a genie shows up in your house and like theater's back, Les. What's the role you want? Any show, any play, any gender. I don't give a shit. It could be anything. Is there a specific job that you're like? I'll take this job. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Oh, theater of a show that would be reopening. Doesn't even have to be reopening. Could be any show. Could be a show from 1991. Um, any show. Any show, any job. It's like, you know, your dream job. But um, maybe it'll happen if we manifest it on the pod. Oh, my God. This is a good question. Uh, I should have asked you this earlier or told you, right? No. It's good in the moment because then I won't think too hard about it. Wait, a.k.a. I really am. Um... I, um, I, I would love to play the mom in the revival of Sideman. Sideman. It's a play. Edie Falco. It's a play by Warren, Warren Light. And Edie Falco played the mom in it. It's kind of what put her on the map. If I was going to do a play, if I was going to do a musical, I'd want to do Fanny Bryce and Funny Girl. They brought it. Okay. Which they're probably going to with Adina Menzel. You heard it here first. Yes. I'm going to petition for the Leslie Kritzer version. I, I would... I would love it, but I do want to do a play where I don't have to sing all the time. <laughs> Be nice. Okay. Sideman. I'd Side love man. to see Edie you. Edie Falco, it. you would you would die. It's one of the greatest plays ever written and he's amazing. Warren Light's like behind all the law and orders and stuff. But mm. he wrote this play and it's brilliant and you would love it. She's like, Eat your fucking macaroni. I mean, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Would love to see that. It's brilliant. What did you call yourself? A Jew Jew Jurican. Jurican. Yeah. 
Jurekin. Jurekin. I remember this from your one-woman show. Yes. You got to bring that back because I bet when theater comes back, those who had the one-person shows <laughs> will succeed. We you know? should you don't find our audience somewhere. You don't have to go near anyone. Yeah, and your husband, you know, you he's already, you know, you're yeah. already in the quarantine together. So We've he thought can about doing it on, like, live, like, doing a live streamed... Uh, do it. Right from our living room. But I just haven't been, I don't know, you guys. I haven't been like wanting to perform. I don't know. It's just been so heavy. I, I it's applaud weird. anybody who's been doing it, but I just haven't wanted to, to do that. Maybe after the election. Like I'll feel better. Okay. Yeah, let's see it. You know, You're how like, we feel. Okay. Like yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Like, I okay. say that too. I haven't done a lot of performing either because I'm, you know, the Zoom shows are fine. I prefer this setting where we're interviewing, we're chatting, we're, yeah. you know, communicating. Also, there's no laughter. Like, I watched a comedy show. I watched Maria Bamford's <laughs> comedy show, and she's wonderful. But there's no laughter, and it was so weird. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. You're not riding the same wave. Like, even if you're outside doing a fucking 10-minute set in Central Park, I'm sure you heard laughter. I know yeah. they were laughing. So you- Although... I got to say, you know, I did HQ. I still do HQ. And we got no laughter for two years. I do. I tell all the jokes. And when Ellen shakes her head like she's doing right now, when she's like this, I know. Oh, my God. I'm killing it it's right so now. It's so weird because like, I've watched you do it. And I always think you're funny. And I don't think of it that way. Like when you do it, I always silence. just. <laughs> but I'm laughing inside. I guess because I don't think of it like you're doing a stand-up show. Like you're doing yeah. a show. I'm not. But yeah. Whereas. When I watch like Maria, it's like she, this is her stand up. So you, all of a sudden she's yeah. waiting for a moment. And I was like, oops, it's not there. It's not her. She's like <laughs> right. hilarious. Yeah. No, HQ's a game show. I try to slip in, you know, I try to charm it up and, and slip in a couple jokes here and there. But it is when we do. Ellen knows I like it, I'm like, oh, my God, she loved that moment. And it like feeds us energy. And then we're like even funnier. At least we think. Yeah, so. I, I think like all of the myself. HQ hosts like went through this like weird feeling of like having to perform in front of a an audience that's invisible like way way before <laughs> yeah, the pandemic. Forever. So yeah, you guys were ready. You got a head start, <laughs> and I have a feeling it's like if Ellen thinks it's funny, you know it's funny. I know. Ellen doesn't mm-hmm. suffer fools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you and Matt would always look off to the side to like get my <laughs> approval. And then I'd yep. be like, after the show, be like, that was good. Don't look at me. <laughs> I could <laughs> see that. Yeah. But our other producer, she yawned during a show once. I'll never forget it. And I was like, oh my God, what am I doing wrong? She, she just yawned. And I was like, oh, I'm putting her to fucking sleep. Oh no. No. Oh. All right. Well, we got I want us to, we got to call her. I want us to cheer this guy her. up. Um, I thought you'd be perfect for this. I love this. Are, I love calls. You are cheering up a lot of people. Okay. We're going to bring in Joe. Hey, Joe, are you there? Joe. Hello. Hello. Hi, Joe. Hello. Joe. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you, Anna? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for, for doing this, for calling into the show. Oh, my pleasure. Joe, I'm here with my friend Leslie and Ellen. And I want to know what's up. So I know you told me a little bit on Twitter. I got to do that to make sure, you know, I don't have anybody who's who's telling a, an insane story or anything. So no, <laughs> but no, tell no. the people what happened with your job and where you were working. Yeah, no worries. So I was actually working for a national retail chain in Canada here. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, COVID, you know, took a pretty big toll on everybody. We, uh, mm-hmm. you know, ended up shutting down uh, the vast majority of our stores in the country for, you know, a period of time. Uh, we mm-hmm. were all sort of brought back to work at different times. My store was brought back uh, at the end of June. Uh, okay. I was back for roughly a month, and then I was I was laid off again, this oh. time permanently. Wow. And you were back in the store, like they yep. brought like with a mask and everything. Yeah. Yeah, we were. You know, we had to go through the whole different protocol stuff, where you know we had to make sure we only allowed so many people in at a time. We had to have masks and sanitizing and all that fun stuff. And mm-hmm. with jewelry in particular, because uh, people want to try stuff on all the time, you were constantly, constantly sanitizing things. Right. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I got my ears pierced uh, a couple weeks ago, which is the dumbest thing to do in a pandemic. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, and they're like, don't touch the earring. I was like, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you've been laid off since end of June, you said? Uh, end of July was uh, when I July. was, uh, yeah, per- permanently laid off, I guess. Okay. Wow. And I want to know what's the sitch now. So have yeah. you been doing looking for a job? Have you been claiming unemployment? I don't even know how it works in Canada. Yeah. Well, 
Okay, so yes, I mean, I have um, been claiming unemployment. We have been fortunate in that, you know, uh, our system is a little bit different than in the U.S. Um, early on, the Canadian government decided that they needed to put some things in place for, uh, you know, the people that were facing hardships due to, um, you know, the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. So the initial round of COVID relief was for those that were unemployed, didn't have, you know, employment at the time, uh, they were entitled to four different payments of $2,000 a piece. So wow. it would, it would you know, cover basically um, four months of time. Yeah. Now wow. they've, had, they've had to redo it again. This time, basically, um, it's, it, it's roughly the same thing. It's about $500 a week. There is a limited time, of course, you can be on it, and you still end up having to pay taxes and everything on it. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, it's, um, it's still there. And, yeah. you know, when, when the economy is what it is, you know, there's not a lot of, um, there's a lot of businesses that are in, 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 you know, having a hard time where they don't have as, you know, the, as many um, customers coming by, you know, they can't have as many, as many staff or whatever. Um, yeah. you, you have to be there for your people. They, they, mm. they can't be out on the street, I guess. Yeah. I gotcha. And have you been looking for a job right now or are you just kind of yeah, I have taking been looking care for of a, yourself? Well, I have been looking for a job. Um, I think the challenge is, is that when you're over 50, uh, they look at you a little differently. Yeah. I think, mm. you know, I don't get, um, I've, I've got, you know, tons of experience and everything, but you know, I think that they, when you apply, you send a fantastic resume or, you know, cover letter and everything. And they just, don't respond, aren't there, are not choosing you, I guess. Oh. So it's, it's, been, it's been tough, but you know, I mean, um, I'm still going to continue to try to find some work. Mm-hmm. I, I need to get back to work. Yeah. And yeah. how have you been feeling? And fuck those people. Yeah. You know what? You have the experience. <laughs> you have the experience. Fuck them. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, I don't want someone new who's never held a job before. We're in a pandemic. You need someone who, A, knows how to do their job well and can handle the stress yeah, of, you like, know what you're doing. everything else. God. Well, no, I, I agree. It's, you know, I mean, I get it. And, you know, part of it is all about cost cutting, too, I'm, I'm sure, right? They want to, you know, yeah. get, you know, people in there as cheap as they can. And when they look at someone that's got, you know, lots of experience are going, well, we don't know if we can afford them. Well, mm-hmm. why don't you come back oh. to me and say, Hey, look, you know, this is what we can offer you. Do you want yeah. it? <laughs> right. You this can- happened to me every job interview I ever went on. Cause yeah. I like lost a job. I was like, you know, almost 30 and they were like, well, we can get someone who's like 22 and we'll do this for half the amount. Like, you know, yeah. for no, <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. ridiculous. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it is kind of crazy. I mean, so you know, I, I am looking for for work. I mean, I, I guess you know, at the end of the day, I've been in, I was in retail for thirty years. So wow. you know, wow. when you work in retail, it's a it's a, a different beast, and especially with you know online shopping, where it's going, I think it's yeah. going to be a different a different thing. So I don't know. Maybe I need a career change. I don't know. Have you thought about that? Yeah, I have. Uh, the question is, you know. Again, determining, you know, what are you good at? What do you want right. to do? What do I want to do be? Do you have any hobbies up? that you like to do? Well, you know, especially during the pandemic, <laughs> I'm a five-star chef now, and it's going at the top of any resume yes. I ever put out. So, uh, um, Couch potato? <laughs> couch potato. Oh, I don't know if that's a hobby, no? Joe. They're I don't not, think it's a hobby. not going to like <laughs> You could say, like, I've redecorated my couch to make it extra comfortable. You know, you could really, like, word it properly you know what i mean and then they'll be like oh, oh I, interior design yeah i guess there's uh, you, it's all about how you phrase things right joe if if, <laughs> yeah. if you could do anything you want like if it wasn't like Ooh. they said if they if someone said to you okay you have to work you have yeah. to work but <laughs> we will give you any job you want it's it's not about money about something you'd really want to do You've never, you've, you don't have to have like the most experience or whatever, but we will give you this job. What would it be? And it doesn't have to be, but the only caveat here is it's not what you've ever done before. Oh, there's a caveat. Who knew? Is that, is that the right word? Caveat? I like that. that, Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is the correct term. Um, let's see. 
There is no, you know there's no, there's no limit on this answer. As oh my God, we're hiring Leslie as like the pod, like, you know. I have a life coach, by the way. I meet with her tomorrow at 2.30. That's another podcast. <laughs> that's another podcast episode for us. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Um, you know what? I, yeah, that's a, a fascinating question. One that I, I don't know that I've really even truly considered, you know, if I had any opportunity, what would it be and what would I do? Um, Don't worry, Joe. Yeah. I'm thinking of what I would do too right now. Go, Joe. Just think you know, what, what comes into your mind. Like, what do you picture? Don't even think too much about it. Um, I want Steve Harvey's job. Oh. Oh. A game show host? Sure. Game show host, talk show host. I mean, he does it all, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he does. does. All of it. Wow. I love this. That's this great. Is, that's, I, I thought you were going to whip out, like, you know, professor or something steve harvey knock him out let's get you in there joe that i love this you could actually start something at home like just for yourself just as a hobby while you're unemployed even like people start things all the time why not host your own show on instagram or facebook or something just all, well, that, all you need is a, a laptop and a dream baby that's it that's that's true and actually you know what i mean i will say that Living in the Vancouver area here, we have a lot of television and film production. Oh, yeah. So, you know, uh, maybe maybe I will have to look at that. Why not? You got it, Joe. I'll be a guest on your Steve Harvey talk show. But we're not calling it that. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not no, calling no, no. it Steve Harvey. We'll call it something else. <laughs> of course. Anna, what would you do? Oh, my God. What would I do if I could do anything Anything. It's not even about money. You're just like, I want to do that. But it's something you've never done before. So it's not like... In the arts or entertainment or comedy, something totally different. I'm trying to think. Does of does fashion designer count? Sure. I yes. Okay. Because yeah. I'd I'd start my own clothing line. You would. That's already something I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know when I saw Selena when I saw the movie Selena. Get out of here. <laughs> Back in the day. Oh, I was Selena for like every biography project, and she was a singer. But then she started her clothing line. I was like, and then her oh. housekeeper killed her. <laughs> okay. I didn't get to that part yet. Yes. But before that, you remember she had that clothing line? I was she like, did. you can do it all. You can. She wore those bell-bottom <laughs> pants and the half-top thing. I know. And I would work for the FBI. Died. I've always thought that. I've always wanted to work for the FBI. I've oh, my God. To, yep. I've always wanted to. I watched, similarly, I watched a movie and it got me Sons of the Lambs. Sons <laughs> of the Lambs. I literally was like, what, 13? I was like, I want to do like, that. Dad. I love it. <laughs> I want to do that. Um, Movies influence your career all the time. I thought I'd be a, tw a, a what's it called? A, a storm chaser after I saw Twister. I was like, ooh, she wears like, you know. First of all, if you want to go to Oklahoma and go storm chasing, I have research researched it. And now with global warming, it is on. It is okay. on. There are so many storms. It's like, pick your storm, any storm. I, I remember that movie. I was like, Helen Hunt, she's like hot. You know, she wears like white beater tank top. So but she like hooks up with all the dudes and then they like chase storms and it's like really adventurous. Anyway, we got off topic. Anyway, Joe. we oh, so I'm got sorry. off topic, Joe. <laughs> Wait, hey, Ellen, you... what's your dream job? We got to hear Ellen's, yeah, guys. Ellen. And then we're all going to make our pack. Nothing you've done before. Uh, a dream oh, job? Nervous. Like something I would really. Anything. Um, well, like uh, for. As a like a <laughs> practical job, I'd just probably like learn how to code or something. And then like as a dream job, I'd think like being like a chef, I think I'd like to like maybe another life okay. like go to like culinary school Done. or something. Done. Yeah. Your wish Look has been granted. Look at that. Joe's going to host the talk show. We're all going to come on as these experts in our fields. That's I it. feel like we just solved 2020, huh? There we go. Think? Perfect. Joe, you just got to stay positive. You know, it's like. You'll figure it out. Listen, the, the, everything gets worked out somehow. I don't. I don't know the answer. Shit. I mean, I'm. We're all waiting on bated breath, right, for what's happening tomorrow. But like, yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, I. I hope you're not a Trump supporter. Um, but <laughs> he's in Vancouver. He doesn't have to care about any of this. That's right. Don't I, say anything. You know, you know, you'd be surprised at how many Canadians are following the election in the U.S. Oh, oh I really? Believe it. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Believe it. Well, it's, it's, so you mean, do you have a topic. favorite? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I should know. Does it rhyme with Bo Biden? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I can certainly say it. Uh, it is not uh, Cheeto. What's his name? Good. Good, 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 That's good, good. No one's perfect, but he's definitely the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, guys. Um, this podcast episode will come out after those results. Yes. So <laughs> who knows? We are predicting a win. 
Yeah. Joe, I got to thank you. You have great energy, and I imagine that someone who seems as positive as you, only good things are going to yes. happen. You know, we're going to ride out this wave together, and I really hope that you find something you really enjoy doing. And if not, go make it happen. Go create it. That's what I do. That's why I'm doing this, this podcast. I was yes. going to say, this is dumb podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Anne. I really appreciate that, and thank you for letting me uh, come on your little show. I All love right, it. Joe. Thanks so much. It was so nice to meet you, Joe. And you too. Nice to I'll see you. you back on Twitter. All right. How about HQ? <laughs> All right. I'll see you on HQ. And thanks for playing HQ. I love that you play. It makes me so happy. No worries. Have a great night. Bye. You too, Joe. Bye. Bye. We did it. That was so fun. Leslie, you asked the best question of all. Really? Such good yeah. advice. Oh. And that was the best answer we've ever had. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm like, I don't know. I just like go. Sometimes you ever walk through a day. You guys ever walk through a day. You're like, I have no idea what I'm doing, am I even, do I even read anymore? Like, it, like, am I a person? And these things come out of your mouth and you surprise yourself. You're like, oh, okay, I guess I'm still functioning. Yeah, she said life coach. I'm like, I'm hiring Leslie as my life coach. Um, That's it. You don't need one. Either I do. do. You. I do. I don't know, we, it sounds pretty all, nice. Like, I broke up with my therapist a couple of years ago. You know, it's time to get back in the... It's broke up. My therapist <laughs> has cancer right now, and it's really... Oh, no. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. And it's hard not to laugh because you're like, that's so shocking. Well, because the way you she has cancer and she has cancer. Like Debbie Downer. No, but she's like, I got to cancel. And I can't get mad for her canceling last minute. She's going through chemo. Right. But I'm like, I need to talk to you about how I can't stand someone in my life and um, how this person's caused me problems. But it's okay because you're going through chemo. You have you trump everything that I could ever say. But like, can I cancel last minute? <laughs> right. <laughs> Terrible. She's the best. Yeah, without being charged. Robin yeah. is amazing. She's the best ever. Um, anyway, this was so fun, guys. Thank you so much for yeah. being on here. I no. love you, and I love I, this. I love you, and um, give your um, hot boyfriend love and support. <laughs> Um, Give you your could, hot husband love and your poodle. Yes. Please hug them both. You guys on my should like behalf. do like a thing on like we're like just like patreon like mm. <laughs> okay les we'll make you, you make a, a porn and uh <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll start porn. an only fans. porn in williamsburg all right love you well both. i hope i love you where can people find you see you you know uh, uh instagram your- instagram um i just started back on the twitter i'm i i, I just kind of i'm going back into it. instagram i'm on there too yeah that's where i'm okay. at just at leslie kritzer yeah, yeah. perfect <laughs> That's it. That's <laughs> All me. right, great. Guys, that's it. That's another episode of Unemployed with Anna Roisman. Yeah. Uh, I just love saying my name. Go find us on Twitter or on Instagram. And listen to the other episodes. There's a lot of them out there. And uh, who knows, you know, uh, I hope the election went okay. It's really I weird know. to record this and know no. it's going to come out afterwards. But, uh, you know, stay calm out there. You're not the only unemployed person, and we can make good things right. happen. Okay, love you. Bye. Love you. Domino's Pizza. Bye. They should, po- they should oh. sponsor you. <laughs> Yes, please. (laughs) Bye. What's up, everyone? It's Anna, and I am here with a little post-game episode. No, I'm just kidding. I'm here to tell you about our Patreon. We have an amazing Patreon. We're posting videos of all of our episodes every week, and everyone who donates to the Patreon is allowed to see those, and we would love for you to join in. But right now, I got to give a shout-out to our patrons who are donating money to us, who we appreciate and we love. Shout-out to Lori Jackson, Jeannie Logan, Chris Arneson, Oscar Yuen, Ken Levin, Vic Terry and Jonathan Ediger. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast and me and Ellen and everyone else who out there who's unemployed. We really appreciate it. And if you want to join, you can just go to patreon.com slash unemployed podcast. And like you can just donate $5 a month or something really small, you know, anything, anything helps. And we love it. And we are here for you. And we will keep putting these out until until we're all so successful that we have absolutely no time to make a podcast. Just kidding. But check out the Patreon. Thanks. Love you. Bye.